Hey, we're live. We're on. This thing's happening. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. Um, my partner Joe is uh, is running a little little behind. Everyone's like, "What? That can't be." Really, he's usually so punctual. So I thought I'd just start things off, anyways, and that way this will give me an opportunity to introduce the show because Joe gets upset when you introduce the show for some reason. So I'm going to tell you, my name's Bill. Welcome to STC Pod, Start Continue Podcast. This is episode 291. We are close to 300, 300 of these mothers. What is the STC Pod? It's podcast. It's been around for like four years. Started in, uh, let's say, the uh, the lunchtime gatherings at my work between me and Joe, where we would sit back and uh, throw a couple mics on and chat about what's been going on. And uh, Joe would come up with so many crazy weirdo things to say that uh, the show instantly was a hit. Instantly was a hit. Uh, it turned into a weekly program. It was podcast only. And then at some point we started uh, publishing to YouTube. In fact, this YouTube channel was created to service the podcast, but now it is went off onto a life on its own. By the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, thanks so much. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And uh, if you're watching this live, hit the like button because this is a live show and the like button is a super powerful tool to tell people, hey, get over there and check out what, what's happening right now. There's a guy sitting in his warehouse basement uh, surrounded by boxes talking to a camera and it's exciting. Um, hey, I want to say hi to Jared over at Retro Revolutions. He's popped into the chat with a Trailer Park Boys comment. I love that. I love that. I love my trailer park boys. Uh, I plowed through all of it. I'm pretty sure I'm not watching the animated series at this point. It just, it's just, it's just, it doesn't do it for me. I don't know. I need, I need to see them. And plus when you're acting, I find, well, just from what I've observed with uh, actors, uh, some actors are not, you know, just, cut out for the voiceover stuff you know they're not instantly going to translate into the animated world and you know not that the trailer park boys cast was ever um you know juilliard trained actors to begin with part of their charm was <laughs> the rawness of of their presentation so i don't know if that translates so good in the animated series but i'm glad it's there i'm glad they're still working but I would like to see some live action stuff for sure. Some more specials would be good. <clears throat> Jared says, it's definitely not a stinker of a channel. Channel, It's a killer. Thank you, sir. Uh, again, we're just waiting for Joe. Joe will be here any minute. I did get a note from him like 10 minutes ago on his way. And uh, for him to get to one from one wing of the, uh, the mighty palace to another, you know, you got to get on the... You got to get on your golf cart and you got to, well, wait for the driver of the golf cart to come over and then he drives you and then you got to get off and have your, uh, you got a drink waiting for you. Then you have to have your drink and then you're ushered into his office and, uh, you know, it's a whole process over there. So I can see why it's taking him so long. I can see why. Jared asked, what happened to J-Rock? J-Rock is a famous, 
famous pillar of uh, the Cartridge Club community. Uh, this is another Cartridge Club community is another group of people that we all belong to, a community of uh, gamers and collectors. And uh, J-Rock is a famous, famous pillar of our community who's dropped off the social media empire. But he's around. He's around. I haven't uh, met up with him in a while, but I hope to uh, hear from him soon. Oh, man. Okay, you guys ready? You guys ready to bring on the main attraction to this show? What makes this STC pod? You know, we've been off the air for a little while, and truly, I could plow through with some other person, but it certainly wouldn't be STC pod without this next person. So we all need you guys to reach out to him and embrace him and massage his ego so he knows how important he is to all you guys outside of his own YouTube channel. So please do that. Let's bring him on board. Uh, the co-presenter of this podcast is Joe. Can we just talk normally between you and me? That's we used to in the old in the old days. That's what we're doing. So, instead of sucking everybody's dick. That's what we're doing. However, that's not you what know, you're doing. No, I am talking to the talking to the people. What what time we got here? Nine twelve. The oncoming came at sometime before nine, so that was. And I had a few things. I can't even hear you. I have a few things to take care of. All right. Sorry, so I started things so people who are waiting had something to see. What's so wrong with that? Let them wait. Say hi to Jared who from Retro Revolutions. He's he was here before the show started waiting for you. Hey, Jared. I don't have the comments open. That's why. It's okay. It's okay. I'll moderate for you because you don't like seeing no, comments. That's okay. You don't like seeing that stuff. A, it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Jared, that's him telling you to tap <laughs> off. No, Jared, that's me telling Bill. I'm only Can talking I to Bill. I'm more than happy to move this over to the My Life and Collecting channel just to see nope. how things would be different. Nope. I'm more than I'm happy to do that. I'm not interested I'm in having it over. Because it would be a completely different <laughs> joke, goddammit. So I'm no, more than happy to try I'm not interested it. in having it over. I just want to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I That's don't know why you're so hard-headed. No, you're too fucking hard-headed. No, because I'm being nice and acknowledging people who take okay. the time to... Uh, and it'd be better if we just went old school. We are old school. We got to start I'm recording not... off of YouTube. If you want to upload it later, go ahead. That's fine. Wow. Again, I would like to try it on your channel just to see no, what's different. It's not going on my channel. Just to see how it changes. No, you get all the glory. That's fine. There's no glory. This is just a tool for us to record. We can't record any other way. There's got to be a way. Okay. Let's back up and explain to me what, what do you do to help with the production of this show nowadays? Mm, what do you, there's nothing to do because you just, That's right, there's nothing record it on, you just record it on this and throw it yeah. up. And imagine, Oh, throw up. So I, yeah, there's a record and throw up. Something there's, happens there. There's an actual throw up button. I'm and pretty sure there is. 
Like if, if you want to start recording this offline, that means you do it old school. That means you record us in garage band. We're face to face again on the overnight shifts, like no, this pioneering show too, spearheaded. I know I'm too cranky on the overnights. No, because you said you wanted your overnight time for other things. I did. Mm-hmm. That's you uh, want to get the show back on track. Go back old school. That'd be awesome. Oh, so you admit it's not on track anymore. No, <laughs> you've, you've taken it off. You've no, taken I, it off the rails. No, I don't admit you're that. trying to, you're trying to suck titty and suck dick on this thing. No, I'm saying if you wanted to go back to the way it was, that's the way it was. We were on our overnights, enjoying a lunch wanna... period together, jawing over the computer and you recording <sighs> it on GarageBand, and then you having to process it. I had to lug all the equipment and all that stuff yeah. is too much work. Guess what Joe does now? Joe shows up for this, which is, I could, I could really get the real Tom Cruise easier than it is to get Joe to sit down for this. And then after he's done and says, okay, we're done. That's it. He's done. He doesn't even think about it again. Meanwhile, there's a whole process to get no, it. Meanwhile, uploaded. you just press, you press the button that says, throw it up. <laughs> No, YouTube no. does it all, man. I no, know it they does. Don't. I know no. it. This, hey, which is another thing we have to talk about. We are, what do you think we're at? We're, are we coming up to our four-year anniversary or five-year anniversary of doing this show? Is this the right episode number? 291? Yeah. Hmm. It what might year, be What year is it? 2020? <laughs> No, it's got to be like five years. So, feels like that, twenty, but that'll be have like the the change. I think we get billed in October, so we have to figure out what's doing with build our podcasting. We'll get billed for uh, the Podbean hosting. Oh, I can't if afford we that. Continue man. to go on Podbean. Can't afford that. I thought there was another. Uh, didn't someone figure out a solution for us? I thought Kevin brought up some thing or no? Who does it? Was it Derek? Well, Derek definitely has a free way of doing it. But Kevin came up with another way with another company that carries over all of your stuff to the new company for free. So, oh yeah, that's right. Either we got to figure that out. Translation: This guy has to figure that out on his own. Pointing, or for those of you not watching, uh, Bill's pointing at me. <laughs> or. We let that uh, sucker bill you again for another year, which no. goes on your credit card. No, I've uh, changed my credit card. So right now it's going nowhere. Hmm. Well, decisions have to be made. I think we just decided. <laughs> okay. Well, are you going to help with the transition? Yeah, man. I always help. Oh, I'll, I'll help you learn. And then, uh, and then the uh, our assistant will take over. <laughs> if I, I we could use uh, an intern or something, that would be amazing. Just, uh, or I could, because I'm getting burnt out here. Well, Kevin's got tons of free time, so Kevin, how's Let's how's see, he? See Kevin huh. appears on five podcasts a week. Exactly, too much free time. Rain that stuff in. 
He's an animal. Too many podcasts, too many movies, too many hours wasted playing PC video games. He's live right now on another show. I, I kind of wanted to Not check it enough. out, but he's talking about, um, he's on some show some other podcasts where they're talking about uh, music movies, not concert films or biographies, just movies that are around music. It's an interesting subject. Fascinating. Not interested. <laughs> Joe bicep photo. Nerds. <sighs> Let's beat you up in the school playground. Well, God damn it. I, by golly, I'm glad to see you. It's uh, I've missed you, sir. I couldn't tell over the last two days of work, but I will take that as a compliment. Can you explain to our listeners why you've made it absent from their feeds for 22 days now, nearly a month? No. No, no. It's been shorter than that. I don't know what's been going on. Have we, we as, missed one week or two weeks? As I've days. showed you, I've been getting personal messages, counting the days, how long we've um, been off. You showed me one message from your sister. And lectures about how this very show preached consistency is the key to successful Listen. podcasting. Hello. Yeah. I'm listening. We, hello. <laughs> yeah, we made the rules. Now we can break them. Ah, just just like see. we were taught in school. Once you know the rules, you can break the rules. You, uh, for we're starting first, a new trend. For the first week we were off, Joe was, I got nothing to say. <laughs> I don't, not feeling no. it. We, got none. we just spoke let's, at let's work be, for two hours. There's always something to talk about. Yeah, but. Once I say it once, it, it's not, it loses its spontane, spontaneity and, and, and freshness. So no, I, 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 you know how much I hate repeating myself. You can't remember. Yeah, I remember. I, I dig nuggets out of that crap anyway. all the time. <laughs> and I said, we got to go this week because the next week I got stuff going on. No, that's like, wasn't my fault. So one week was on me, one week was on you. Here we go. I've I had caught, actual business. I've caught you business. twice. I've caught you twice now in a lie. So there we go. We can talk about your business. Your business was actually business, the business that comes out of your bum. <laughs> I thought we were keeping it uh, quiet. Oh. Was that supposed to be personal? Was it? That's oh, not personal. Who cares? Get this. We're not allowed to talk about Joe's days working at McDonald's when he was a teenager, but Joe's right willing to talk about my medical procedures I had last week. Yeah, but yours is a standard. That's uh, not standard. It's a standard procedure for a man your age. Not everyone goes through um, yeah, they do. A, a penis shortening procedure because uh, well. you're sick of how long it is. That's elective procedure right there. There's not a, okay. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> fuck. forget it. All right. Yeah. I had, go ahead. No, I'm, I want to hear, you're going to resurrect the joke. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. That's fine. Oh, okay. I was due for a colonoscopy. So that's why I was away last week. Not that I was away. There's no major, major deal. It's a common procedure, but, uh, 
Uh, I had some company coming up. My sisters actually came up so they could uh, drive me to and fro because when you go for a colonoscopy, they put you under and uh, then they don't let you drive for it. They don't let you leave. They're like, they don't even let you take a cab home. Uh, and like I have a, a, my daughter's of driving age. She has her, her halfway permit. So in reality, I could get her to driving, but they're like, no, it has to be a responsible adult. They must stay with you and uh, all this. And uh, they're pretty hardcore about it. So luckily my, uh, I, I asked my one sister and then my other sister happened to be off on vacation at the same time. She's like, I want to get in on that. I want to make fun of all of the bathroom trips that's happening. So I had both sisters come up and visit me. And uh, so I said, like, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to leave them alone while I go force a podcast out of Joe that week. So I knew that wasn't going to be possible. So that's what was going on. Well, you could have, they could have turned the TV on for an hour. That's rude. They're probably sleeping at that time anyway. We mean, that's rude. They go watch TV for an hour while I do my hit show. They, they want my, um, presence. You could have brought, you could have brought them on the show. I would have grilled them. Hmm. Had a uh, B bum on and, uh, who else? What's the code name for the other one? Code name. There are no code names. That would have been fun though. I mentioned colonoscopy and we lost all of our viewers. So <laughs> it's an old, it's an old folks show right here. <laughs> So well, it's uh, something you should be doing, man. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I've had a, I don't think I've ever had a physical, maybe one, but certainly not within like the last five years. But we all know my, how strong my colon is. Oh God. Well, this was like both, well, me and my sisters were put onto the, uh, onto the testing, you know, the regular testing because our father had colon cancer, which he survived from. So that automatically ramps up the, uh, for the, for the kids. So I think I got my first one when I was, well, we don't need to give ages, but that was five, six years ago. So every five years they want you to take one. And, uh, so is there anything you want to know about how things work for that? Is there anything we're talking about? Well, I know what it's done, so I don't know. You got to like clean yourself out, right? That's like a two day process. Uh, yeah. You drink a thing that forces you, your body to, uh, force everything out of its, uh, colon over what a day. Well, two Basically, days giving yourself a uh, diarrhea for a day, right? Yeah. Two days beforehand, you start with just a regular over the counter, like laxative, which, you know, whatever. And then that day before you're not eating at all for the entire day. And then you take the hardcore laxatives, which are these two little packs of crystals that you mix into five ounces of water. And they're not, they don't taste bad. Nothing is horrible. It tastes like super sweet, um, you know, tang or something. You drink that down. The only other challenge with it is you have to drink two liters of liquid immediately after that. And there's two of those doses you take. So you're drinking four liters of liquid minimum within, I don't know, six or eight hours or something. Well, you know, in two hour increment. Anyways. So, yeah. And then it's just whoosh. A lot of. 
a lot of lot of liquid flying out. You didn't even know your butthole could perform that way. You're like, that's that's more of a pee situation, but it's it's your butt just whoo, faucet, just water shooting out there, hardcore. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the only time I did something like that was I was awake for the procedure though, and they stuck something up my butt to look around. But it wasn't like a colonoscopy because I don't. Because that goes pretty invasive in terms of how deep it goes inside you, right? Yeah, it explores the entire large colon, goes around yeah. the block, kind of thing. And mine wasn't. I because I and I heard that's that the reason why they knock you out is because it is rather uncomfortable, or so I've heard. But the thing I was, I remember, I was given a laxative or something, but it wasn't like a two day process. But all I remember is I. I Went to the clinic. I, I uh, laid on the table, spread my legs. They stuck something up me. <laughs> Wait, and all I remember you're on is your when, back. <laughs> yeah, I think I was on my back. And you or maybe spread I was your on my legs. side. No, I think I was on my side, my left side. Okay. It, it's a long time ago. And then uh, all I remember was when the procedure was over, I immediately had to run to the bathroom and I just completely emptied myself. <laughs> but it was like gray stuff coming out. I don't know what I don't know what they used. Sorry, did you say you had to like prep at all with laxatives? Yeah, but it wasn't what you had to go through. Like I wasn't, uh, you know, I don't remember like emptying myself out for like a day kind of thing, right? I don't remember what that procedure was, but I should uh, now that I've got my new uh, family doctor. I've got a booker for another appointment. And then while I'm there, I might as well say, uh, book me for a colonoscopy too. I mean, uh, everyone of a certain age should, uh, you know, there's nothing to it other than that cleaning yourself out. And I don't know if it was just by chance. Cause I was coming off overnights. And when I come off overnights, I can, I just naturally have like a 24 hour fast kind of thing. So when I came off those overnights, I really only ate once the next day. So I only had one bit of food in me. Then that, that over-the-counter laxative and then the whole day of fasting. So that ended up being like another 36, mm. you know, almost 42 hours of fasting. So I didn't really have a lot in me to clear out. And I got to say that if you're going to do that, do that. Just don't eat a lot the, the in the previous leading up to it. And then you're going to have an easier time clearing out of it. But you know, these guys that are getting up in age, some of our viewers, you know, looking at uh, you, Mr. Q-Dog, yeah, do, yeah, and get that done. <laughs> I want to hear colonoscopy stories. And then when you get in there, they give you the propofol, right? Which is just like instant out and then instant awake. It is with no hangover. It, it is what an amazing uh, knockout drug. It is something else you have no idea anything happened to you no idea and then you're back yep. on the horse start eating whatever you want that's exactly what i do to my wife although there were horror stories you know you heard i heard no the horror story of uh you know the guy went home after his colonoscopy and you know went back to normal and then later that night when he went to have a movement, he gets up and the whole toilet is filled with blood. Shocking. It's just pouring out of him blood. 
because that whole day they had nicked something in his bowel and for the whole day it just kind of mm. piled up inside the colon until he finally went to the bathroom and then it emptied out in the toilet horror story horror story i'm sure that doesn't happen very much but i was certainly nervous <laughs> when i was uh you know taking care of business after the fact oh. old man podcasting Hey, man, I'd love to hear some stories when you finally go. I hope you record it again. Mm. Give us more medical records. I've got a I've got a lipoma on the back of my shoulder that I need to have taken out. So that's probably going to be my next experience. A what? A lipoma. I never heard that word before in my life. Uh, it's just like a, 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 a fatty buildup. So it causes like a little bump on the back, like under your skin. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I think I, I did it. At the, you had it and it just magically disappeared by itself. No, I still got that. I've had like a bump on the back of my neck for like 12 yeah. years. Yeah. They've taken it off there too. Uh, if you ever watch uh, Dr. Pimple Popper on uh, <laughs> Bravo no, or whatever it is. I refuse to watch that. Yeah. That's all she mainly does now is like remove lipomas, right? for the most part that anytime I seem to turn into it and all they do is they just cut your skin and then they, they push out this, they pull out the fatty deposit. It's like a little mm -hmm. thing and stitch you up. But I think I did mine from the gym. Cause I remember, and I've had it for years, but I remember doing one exercise and then all of a sudden I felt this sharp, um, burning sensation exactly where it is. So I might've, might've torn something that, filled up and then changed into this lipoma. So anyway, that's uh that's gonna be one of my procedures. Unfortunately it's like right on the edge of my tattoo. So oh, I gotta the talk to the the yeah dragon bob. So I gotta talk to the doctor and and see first if uh and he needs to cut just under it so the tattoo doesn't get wrecked. Oh yeah. That's important. Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. This dragon. I want. Well, then I got to go for uh, repair no, work you, on it. No, it ain't that. It ain't that. It's not. It's no Rembrandt, let's say. Um, It's it's cool. Mm, it's hey, prison cool. Hey, yeah, okay. Prison cool. <laughs> Nerd prison cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, well, we know you and your medical specialist, right? So I'm sure you're just chomping at the bit to get more reasons to go to your specialist. I remember a story you told me last week or two weeks ago that I was going to tell when we podcast again, but we didn't for two weeks. Joe goes to put on sunglasses and accidentally pokes himself in the eye, which we have all done. And we all go, oh, man, no, stupid. No, no. Joe. No. <laughs> Specialist. No, I, I bled. I squeezed myself first off. Um, yeah. So the part that goes around your ear that holds your glasses up is normally plastic, but inside that is a metal wire. So my end broke off. So I've got an exposed piece of metal sticking out. And in my rush and haste, that's the part that scraped my eye. 
So I was concerned because it was causing like itching and irritation and, uh, you know, my eye was watering. So I just wanted to make sure it wasn't anything serious. So I squeezed an appointment to my optometrist where I got my glasses from. Yeah. And, uh, it wasn't, uh, he said I did, uh, I did scratch it, but the eyes are one of the parts that heal pretty quickly. So he ended up giving me just drops to help, uh, uh, sort of fill in, fill in that abrasion and, and not make it feel like it's itchy and rubbing against your, your eyelid. So after a couple of days, it was fine. But, yeah. but, you know, I literally came to the point of poking my eye out because of that. No. Piece of exposed metal sticking out of my uh, glasses. No, you're a big baby. Yeah. True story. Hot water brim baby. So I forgot about that. See, that's that's the excitement. That's the extent of the excitement in my life. That's what you couldn't tell us two weeks ago. You had no interest. Uh, well, if you hadn't brought it up now, I completely forgot about it. That's my job to come up with Joe stories. Unfortunately, remembering what I remembering what I do in my life. Unfortunately, you put up these boundaries where I can't get into the good stuff because I know good stuff we can dig into. I can't talk about the amazing because there's head scratcher stuff that I sit in bed at night looking at the ceiling going, that's that's happening. This guy's doing that. There's stuff I cannot talk about on public broadcasting. Mm -hmm. I think you can. I'd like to get to it someday. Maybe when we Someday, get when, I, when I'm not working anymore, I'll be I'll be able to talk about it. Working? What's that got to do with it? What? Yeah, I don't want. I like keeping my job. Well, we're not talking about anything illegal. Just crazy Joe stuff. Oh yeah, that is all. All the stuff I did was crazy. <laughs> we didn't have YouTube back then. What else do we have to do? Uh, you're still doing stuff that Play I shake my head about. Play video games and uh, go outside. That's all we could do back then. Well, fill people in. What's been going on with you? Are you going back to the gym yet? Everyone else? No, is. but I like how you put that uh, clickbait title in the last podcast you put up. What did I say? I don't know. It's on your channel, man. This guy. Can you believe this guy's going or going back to the gym or something or sneaking off to the gym? So nonsense. No, I haven't gone back yet. Um, I've been looking for some uh, resistant bands and stuff like that. I don't know. I got to talk to my wife because I don't think there's any uh, indication of this thing letting up. So I don't know if she's going to let me go back just because of my, uh, my son. Right. So does she know the other stuff you do? What other stuff? You're shopping. It's not like you're hiding out. You're still going shopping. Yeah. That's, I'm just going to a store. That's different. That, why? It's probably more dangerous in the store no. than this super clean gym. You're not going no. to a shit gym. You're going to a super yeah. high end gym. Yeah, but the fact that you have to wear your mask when you're moving from station to station, but when you're at your station, you can take your mask off. So when you're exerting the most and breathing the heaviest, you have your mask off. Does that make sense? 
but then you clean it when you leave and the next guy cleans it. Yeah, when but it you're starts. still spraying shit out of your mouth when you're lifting heavy and it's going all over the place. So <laughs> why would you not have heavy. your mask? Keep your mask on all the time. Simple rules. And then the other day in the news, I saw, ah, oh, shit, where was this now? Was it in the States or BC? I think it may have been out in BC. Uh, they're showing people on the streets just walking around, mask off. And I know you're outside, but, you know, there's people waiting for a bus, mask off, talking to each other, that kind of stuff. And we wonder why cases are still going up. So, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know if there's any indication I'll be able to go back to the gym anytime soon unless I sneak in. We- so, I either can't cancel my membership and buy some stuff for the home until they come up with a thing or... I don't know. We, uh, our school actually had to send a letter to admonish the parents who were standing around after school waiting for their kids in large groups without masks. And their kids would come out with masks and go, Mommy, how come no one's wearing masks out here? Dummies. Dummies. They've been pretty good. I've, um, most of the parents I've seen when I've gone to pick up the kids after school, I've had masks on. Mm. Uh, you know, kudos to the kids. We haven't had any cases at our school since it opened. I know the Catholic high school in the subdivision, I think, had one case. But I haven't heard anything about it since. Um, I know Pickering, which is two towns over from us heading into Toronto, uh, a couple of their high schools have had cases, but uh, I think the majority in the GTA uh, Greater Toronto area have been mainly in the west end of Toronto for us. So, uh, yeah, that's fine. Keep it all over there. But, you know, again, all the cases are, I think the news said what, 49 or 69% of the cases. Recently, have all been uh, kids or people twenty years or younger. So, yeah, there's been uh, with the kids, with the especially uh, my oldest is in high school, and her high school had to change how things are happening with lunch hours because all the kids were exiting the school on their lunch hour and congregating in the neighboring, you know, parking lot and going to the restaurants in the neighboring parking lots would be these huge throngs of kids that in school are cohorted to a certain amount of people, but then outside lunch, it got all crazy. So I had to change how they were doing their lunches and uh, yeah, people don't, people don't get it. That's just poor planning on the board itself but yeah you're right it should be on the people too um even today after we uh, took the kids for a bike ride there's a park by my house so we pass it pass it on the way back and there was six or eight teenagers all together in a huddle just sort of talking right by the playground yeah no mass no nothing so you know i hate to see uh you know, you hate to see anyone sort of die from this thing, but 
sometimes, you know, if it kills off the stupid people, then I'm all for it. Hey, yeah. Well, I'm going to say hi to Jack Britton, who showed up. I, we always thought he was a Joe Dummy account, so unless Joe's typing away at the same time, very interesting to see him there. He says it's a lot worse in the States, which we all see in the news, and that's a whole other thing. <laughs> the leadership down there, I'm sorry. Wow. How, how is anyone supposed to know what they're to do? It's a... Scary. Well, and then Trump's latest thing was... Uh, what did they ask him the other day? Something about if Biden wins, you know, with the transition between president, old to new president, uh, and the he Trump made some comment about, uh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if, uh, and then, you know, CNN was playing it up in terms of Trump is uh, not saying outrightly, but he may fight the transition if he loses. The presidency, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's been setting that up. And I'm like, what? For a while, man. Uh, they got they got to fix these rules, dude. I shake I, my I head at so much that's going on in the states. I don't want to delve into it, but like even the Supreme Court business is just. How can well, your Supreme I, I, Court be so? How can you pick someone who is biased towards one way and put them on the greatest? Um, seat of justice in the land and still call it justice if they're biased in a certain way. I shouldn't yeah. even play into it. I don't get it. But that's ingrained into the system. No, yeah. Well, I think Biden said if he becomes president or the party becomes in power, uh, they're going to elect another person to balance it out again. What? How? They like, would have like, to. They're, they're going to change the rule and add another justice. And then you know, the Senate and the president want to push it through so fast because they're admitting that they're done in the fall. They're like, we got to get this new justice in now because we're not going to have a chance. We're all going to lose our job in November. They're yeah. admitting it. They're, they're like, they're admitting well, they got no chance. The other issue is it should not be a lifetime position. Yeah. I was actually looking up because I got curious today about it with our Canadian system. And it's the same thing. Uh, our Canadian system, it basically comes down to the, our prime minister picking someone he, he, he like in conjunction with the governor general selects the next uh, justice and they are mandatory retirement at 75 and each province gets a justice too. It's not just, you know, the whole Even 75 is, is like, you know, I think that's pushing it. Why make it 75? But, man. And then how, you know, sorry to keep going, but how Americans waste millions and millions of dollars in the nomination process and the candidacy process and how it's four years of just, you have to spend money on your candidate. It's expected for you to spend money and donate to your candidate. I've never even considered donating money to any of my political candidates. It's just, it's not part no. of the system. Imagine if you took all that money you guys waste in the candidacy and all of that primaries and bullshit and put it into feeding everyone, yeah. put it into cancer well, when, research. Uh, well, when Ruth Bader passed away, 
there they that party or that side, whatever you want to call it, saw an influx of donations. And I think they said the amount was thirty million dollars were do- was uh, donated right after her passing towards that side of the party. I don't know what what was she on? What's what was her uh, politics? Well, she, remember, she was a dem- Democratic. Okay. So her party got a $30 million donation from obviously a shitload of people. But that like Jack brings up a good point here about money donated to a certain candidate. That's what I always thought. If, if I keep pushing my candidate and send them all this money and then they, they quit, they're, they're out of the running. What good did my money do? Like, do I get it back? I like all the money is just ridiculous. Anyways. I'm I'm sorry, Joe, to bring you down that road. I know you don't like discussing politics, <clears throat> and I could go on because I don't mind discussing politics. It's striking. just the frustration of it being that there's no right answer. Uh, and my issues with politics is nothing ever seems to get done. Well, I hate to, you know toot the Canadian horn, but I like our system of if we don't like what the prime minister is doing, we just, you know, uh, vote them out. You you don't have to wait four years. You know, if <laughs> your party can just vote them out in the, in the, your leader has to stand up and legislature every day and defend his action. Yeah. Well, again, you spend all that time through the election and then, um, uh, Sometimes that individual is not liked, like you said, and then the other party uh, calls for them to be pulled, and then you're you're right back into it, spending more money and wasting more time going That's through another election, right? Yeah, absolutely. But we pull off an election in a month, right? We can they if they topple a government, we're like at the polls in a month. It's no big deal, <laughs> but it does cost money. Anyways, we got to move on. Sorry. Sorry, I apologize. Yeah, oh, but I did want right. to say before you were talking about the gym and all that shit, and I don't know if you've still considered uh, Peloton or not. Probably not because you're a power lifter. Joe's a power bottom. Uh, is that what they call it? Power bottom when you're a power lifter? I'm not a power lifter. Anyways, I heard Pelot- uh Yeah. I heard Peloton has uh, launched a new bike. Imagine these guys who bought a Peloton bike and like, they're not cheap. What are they? 8,000 bucks or something. There's a new Peloton bike. And now your instructor is going to be able to, um, control your incline and power distribution and all that on your, of your bike for you. So you don't have to, you know, if the instructor would say, okay, moving up to number three or whatever they do. And you have to click it down. Your bike's going to do that all automatically. I thought that was a really great innovation, but I feel bad for all the people that spent until yeah, uh, so you much do a repair money. job on that thing. Well, that's true. Be a lot of actuators and solenoids. I don't know. Good for people who do the Peloton. Um, it's definitely a good exercise. I want if that rolling to, one. If you're looking to stay slim and, uh, and in shape, I guess, but that's not what I'm looking for. So it's. <laughs> to me it's irrelevant in the comments they ask what if it got hacked imagine if your bike got <laughs> and you're clipped in right that yeah it could be a torture that would be funny uh, that'd be a good prank I'd, I'd rather just keep it simple do it yourself 
how hard is it for the instructor to say, all right, turn it up to three, guys. All right. It's like the old cars, man. The old muscle cars. The simpler, the better. Put gas in, light it on fire, you go faster. That's how it works. Not with these fucking turbos and garbage they put in cars nowadays. All right. There's Joe's anti-turbo talk. Keep it simple. And you Light it on turbo. fire, and the faster you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's. Uh, I told you I, I finished uh, Star Trek, right? Season two. Star Trek Discovery. To be no. more precise. Did you? Were they? So they finished. You saw the end where they. I, I plowed through. I went back, rewatched season one of Discovery, and then immediately went right into the season two. Um, mind you, season one wasn't that long, but I, I rewatched it as a refresher because it had been so long. And I went right to season two. Love both seasons, and the new season starts October 15th. Which we don't have any clue what's going to happen because they went somewhere else at the end. Don't want to say you exactly. Don't, you don't, but would, now would you call that a cliffhanger? Yeah. Well, it, it's not a cliffhanger that I'm devastated that I they ended there because they did complete the storyline, but right. it just it's a whole blank slate or, wherever they're going. And I am interested in seeing what happens. Which is good because I think at the end of each season, yeah, you should have like a new slate, new fresh ideas. You don't need to completely abandon obviously everything you've gone through in the previous season, but yeah, and um, it's about yeah, exploring. I, I have, and, but the, the way they did it, I have no idea what direction they're going to go now. And to me, that's good. That's like a fresh start. Yeah. And we're, you know, maybe we'll get back to exploration. They were full on war. They were in war mode, right? Immediately in this, in this show, which some people didn't like because it's, it's too. Yeah, but why not? Because Deep Space Nine was, they were at war. Oh, that's it. They lost their way from the Roddenberry uh, stream of conscious, apparently. But I like the action pack. We're immediately at war. Immediately. That's why I love Battlestar Galactica, the reboot. Like that first episode is like, oh my God, we're in it now. You know? So So, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, And actually, television has started re airing. They just started last night. Um, it went back to season one of Discovery and went back to episode one and aired that. Just generic television? Uh, yeah, over the air television. So, yeah, yeah I'm kind of looking Canada. forward to that. Oh, well, maybe, Sorry. no, CBS is doing it too, right? Yeah, you're it's right. CBS. Yeah. So, uh, I'm excited. October 15th should be good. And the spinoff show should be coming at some point, right? The Enterprise Which one's show. That? Oh, uh, with uh, Captain Pike? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I... I liked... I liked the actor. I liked his acting. I liked the character that they did in season two. I don't know if I'm invested enough to watch a full season or a, a full series of based around him. 
I think it would, for me, it would depend on who they cast as his uh, subordinates and other people on whatever ship he is. Because in Discovery, they had his number one officer was, um, ah, she used to be hot. What's her name? Uh, uh, Rebecca Romaine. Right? Yeah. She was hot back in the day. Now she's like 50-year-old. No, she's still fine. I, no, I she's not fine. Down. She's pretty. She's, I'd, uh, I'd give her some charity. She's thick. <laughs> she looked great in that position as number one. I thought she, you know, was great. So, and that, that, that was another point too. You don't have to cast people that we know as extra cast members or key characters in a show. I'd rather go with a fresh cast who I don't know. Okay. They pretty much did. But everyone knows who she is. We haven't seen her in forever. I didn't even recognize her, quite honestly. I just knew I saw her before. I did right else. away, and I was disgusted right away. I'm she like, get rid of her. Flowing hair. I'm like, oh, she really fits the bill really well. And then you told me as a Rebecca Romina, oh, shit, that is. Yeah. Her first and shot was a nice close-up on her fat face in the elevator. <laughs> anyway. This is, this is not the Rebecca Romaine that was uh, on the uh, X-Men movie, walking around blue paint. That's what I want to see. No, we don't need a number one. That's all giant breastuses. Yeah. And cheekbones. <laughs> no, we don't want that. We want, I thought you said you wanted more, you know, like a, like a real crew, not, not yeah. models. That's Do a real hate. crew with people that I don't know. That's what we hate about these stupid criminal minds and NCIS and all that. All, every FBI fed is like a model walking around. Really? No, let's have uh, you don't have to have a model. Put a freaking monster on like me. I don't know why you're so upset about Rebe Rebecca Romaine. Uh, I'm just, I, she, th they did not need to bring her in as a, mm -hmm. as a key character. Bring in a no name you. person and let's I just see why you just get one. One. Let's just fall in love with the characters because of the writing and their acting and, and, and the character that they are. I agree. I don't need That's, some. I don't need some famous person on. I don't want to see anybody famous anymore. You're not wrong. What shit about these famous actors? Look at Band of Brothers, man. Yeah. However, that show, I think it, it has potential to be, you know, adventure exploration. Uh, it, it should be really good. Hopefully, they don't get bogged down into into dumb jokes and fast talk. Turned into Fast and Furious in space or something. Let's get back to exploration. Serious stuff. You know, very Navy-based, military. I was just trying to think, is that... Would that have been the mentality of the Federation... It's weird because when I, when I think of Pike, I think obviously almost pre-original Star Trek, right? Like, yeah, yeah he had Spike or he had Spock as a, a first officer, right? No, that'd been great if he called him Spike. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. 
It's pre pre Kirk. It's pre Kirk. But and we know Spock. what we know what the Federation is like because of Discovery now. I I always pictured Pike in his time period being very archaic, like almost. Uh, I, so I, I never had a like a, a mentality of or perception of what the Federation and their thinking was at that time period, you know, in terms of are they more uh, explorers or are they more, um, you know, uh, war based? Are they are they cautious out there in terms of coming across new uh new cultures and stuff or are they always like scared you know that kind of thing i don't have an idea of what their mentality is right because like kirk days he didn't give two shits about the prime directive (laughs) he's blowing that every episode you know didn't matter and uh you know the whole whole military thing was not really considered too much he was you know captain was down there on every away mission you know with the entire main crew you know, leaving the ship. There's just the janitor at the helm on the ship. It's fine. Whereas uh, next gen, you know, was more uh, serious in 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 that respect. Same with Voyager. Voyager was really good. I love Voyager. And you know, people always talk about how great next gen was. Next gen had many many issues. Many issues. Like they dressed up like uh, Robin Hood, and Worf was in a mud bath. There's there's. Worf was banging Deanna Troy at one point. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, perfect. Yeah, but Next Generation wasn't. They didn't have. They definitely didn't have a military mentality. They were. They were all based on really exploration more than anything. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Who knows when that's going to come out? Nonetheless, um, I'm excited all right. for all more Star Trek properties. Yes. I don't just stick my hat because on one we appreciate and say it. that's and, it. And we're thankful that there still is Star Trek on TV, and that's why we watch it without complaining. I'm thankful. The universe, it will continue to be expanded. And same with Star Wars. New Mandalorian series is coming out. I will oh, I, got, definitely I still haven't seen the first one. Season two of that. I haven't seen the first one. I saw a clip the other day, though. I don't know if it's for the new season of Mandalorian or if it was based on the first season that they were referring to because uh, the clip that I saw obviously revolved around the uh, little Yoda thing. Mm-hmm. The child. So yeah. It was all about him taking the child somewhere because they had to. So I don't know if it was referring to everything that happened in the first season, or if this was stuff that was to take place in the second season. So anyway, I, I keep forgetting to, to go on and watch the Mandalorian, but um, I've surpassed you on another show. I've uh, finished season one of the boys, which was fantastic. And I'm on to episode four, season two of the boys right now. Mm-hmm. That show has blown me away. I did not. Th- like I like, uh, I had no conception of how good it could possibly be, and it, this show has exceeded everything I thought of. Oh, those eyes are up in his, <laughs> up in his head. I, I know when you watched it. 
I, if I was smart, I would be prepared and I'd be ready with a quiz right now on season one of the boys Go ahead. to see if you can actually name plot points of every episode. Yeah. I've watched is dude. There was nights where I was watching three episodes. Yeah. One night I did yeah, I one night I did three episodes in a row. I know I plowed through it one minute. I started it and the next one minute. I got to start the next one because it was done somehow. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't get enough. I'm not kidding. It was fantastic. Well, I slapped start season two. And, uh, Anthony, Anthony star, man. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Those of you who haven't, who haven't watched Banshee yet, go watch Banshee. I want to go back and watch Banshee. I forgot he, I forgot he was a New Zealander too. Huh? Oh, really? What do they call those people? Kiwis? Is that sure. the yeah. nickname for New Zealanders? Kiwi? Mm-hmm. It is weird seeing him with that blonde hair though. And he's got like the chiseled jaw. No, it's it's him. weird seeing him. I figured out what it was finally because I went into the cast search on uh, the boys. We're so used to seeing him with like uh, five days growth of stubble on his face because that's how he was in Banshee. Mm-hmm. I thought they had done like some sort of um because he he he's got like swollen not swollen lips but around his lips has always seemed like a, it was swollen so I thought they may have put like little uh you know just something in his mouth to give him that sort of look and help fill out his features to make it more like uh you know he's got Botox done every single day or something that's yeah. just how he normally is. I'm just used to seeing him with all that stubble that I'm sure they it, put uh, something to like give him chiseled, you know, like patting in patting in his in his cheeks or something, you know what I mean? Something. Like he's chewing on something. You had to look that chewing stuff up. Like after you finish finish an episode, you gotta go, oh, what what happened? Let me go look that no, up. No, I was just looking up um I was looking up all the cast names on uh, Wikipedia. So yeah, check out the boys if you haven't checked if you haven't watched that yet. And then uh, if you have and you haven't checked out Banshee, check out Banshee. Yeah, Banshee was fun. It's a little off the rails at times, but still worth it. Banshee was great. A little off the rails at times. I'd pick that up on Blu-ray if it ever came out. It is out. On Blu-ray? Yeah, I've seen well, it. Well, I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it in my hunting episodes. So uh, I'm not going to pay full price on that. Your hunting episodes. Okay. Respect. Jack Britton's asked about Lovecraft Country, which is on HBO. I haven't gotten to that yet. It's on the list. No, I want to. I do want to see it. I've got no idea what it's about. Is it based on H.P. Lovecraft's books? Like what? Mm. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I have really no idea. Uh, the promos look intriguing, Is though. It? Going knowing nothing. All right. Yeah, like, is it a horror? That's that's this. Who's a horror? The Lovecraft stuff. Is it a horror series? Is it? Uh, better to know nothing. All right, fuck it. Well, Joe's got that Go sewn up. That's what I like doing, man. Going in blind. 
he goes into the subsequent episodes not knowing nothing. <laughs> I will go in pants down, knowing nothing. Well, stop being a dick. I fucking watched everything. Jesus. Wow. Slow down, Fred. I've been begging you to watch Dark on Netflix, which I finally finished. And you want to talk about looking shit up afterwards. That you got to go back. I will start Dark as soon as I'm done. Because uh, The Boys is only six episodes a season. Is it really? Only six? Yeah. Holy. That's uh, Seth Rogen property, eh? The Boys. Is it? Yeah, that's from his his company. I don't remember seeing his name in the credits, though. Shot who's in, his, uh, who's his, uh, who's his, why, yeah, one of the scenes, no, actually, um, one of the scenes in season two was actually shot in Oshawa at the McLaughlin mansion. Mm. Started off with an, uh, a, a, a panning in shot of the mansion, which I recognized instantly. And then is that just down the road from you? Uh, no, it was. It was actually across the road from uh, my church that I used to go to. And then, um, so they showed an exterior of the front and then they went and showed the scene was in the back of the property where the water fountain is and like all the sculpted bushes. And then there was a scene shot inside the mansion, but uh, that was kind of cool. Well, let me tell you, Dark, the subtitles are worth it. Are worth it. Of course, you could watch the dub version, but... Nope. Yeah. Subtitles are nothing. And the subtitles are good because then you can stop and really think about what they're saying. Like, pause. Okay, this is what they said? So that means this. I mean, there's so much going on in that final season dimensionally, and not only timelinally, but dimensionally at the same time. <laughs> it's a, It's a wild ride, man. And uh, the whole time I'm like, well, I can't wait to finish this season so I can go look up what happened. It's, it's going to be good looking up <laughs> what's going on here at the end. Don't you find that spoils it, though? If you Not spoils it, but <sighs> I always find it a chore if I have to do that in terms of having to go after an episode and do homework on what you just watched. But I like watching something where I'm in bed later thinking about it, trying to figure out where everyone fits in the timeline. And it's just so vast. I just need someone to visual. Like there's guys who visualize it out for you on a board, the entire family tree. And there's arrows going all over the place like this and that. So it's nice to, to even though it's done, it's not really done because you get to dive into it a little bit afterwards and, and get the meat out of it, which is cool. And even though it's German, a lot of the actors have done uh, postseason interviews and they all speak awesome English. So that was fun too. So after that, I did get into season two of the Umbrella Academy, which is, and I finished it. I watched every episode. Finished that. Excellent. I enjoy the Umbrella Academy. I don't know if for some reason you think it's a teeny bopper show. It's a grown up show. Yeah. Didn't you say that as a teeny bopper show like kids? It's not, it's not a kid show. Um, again, involves well, time had, travel. You had, a, you had a paused on some scene with some kids, right? Can't remember what it was. 
Maybe. And it's funny. And the music is fantastic in the Umbrella Academy. There's really great music in every episode. And uh, a lot of times I was just watching in bed on my tablet, really not getting how cool the music is. Because when I was watching it otherwise with headphones on and the music is like fully up front. Excellent. And it's funny. It's entertaining. And I did start... The promos have been intriguing me so much for this show called Raised by Wolves. And that appeared, I think, on our sci-fi mm. channel. And uh, I, I don't know about that. I watched the first episode. It was directed by Ridley Scott. And pretty good. Uh, a couple times in the episode, I'm like, I don't know, this is starting to be terrible. Cause there was little kids involved and I don't like watching cause you know, when writers have little kids, they can make them do extremely stupid things, you know, and just get away mm -hmm. with it because they're little kids and they're stupid. It's kind of like a way out. It's like an ex machina, but then it picked up right away and got going. And I think it's going to be pretty good. It's about, <clears throat> I can't tell you too much about it other than these kids are marooned or somehow sent to this, um, kind of empty planet to be raised by androids and stuff happens. Stuff mm. happens. I only seen the first episode and uh, it ended like with a lot of blood. So you might like that. A lot of blood. Shocking amount of blood. Hmm. <laughs> That's where I'm at on my shows. Oh, other than that, after the Academy Umbrella Academy was finished, I started back into Shit's Creek, and I am laughing my ass off. I guess it kind of kicked my butt seeing them sweeping the Emmys, and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I gotta watch that show. So I put well, it back. Well, I swapped on. it because they didn't get anything really all the previous five years, right? So this well, when does there. that matter for Canadian programming? It never gets recognized. Well, yeah, I know. I think this was their, uh, again, I've never seen an episode, but I've only heard good things about it. So maybe this was just their way of finally recognizing them saying, yes, you guys have been doing, you guys did an excellent job and here's your reward, I guess. I don't know. Though when they accepted the awards, uh, it was weird, right? Because they were all in the same room whatever it was, like some sort of banquet hall or something. Seated separately at tables, wearing masks, and then when they won, they took their masks off and gave each other hugs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so. Howard Stern gave him uh, quite the grief over that as well on the air. Yeah. Well, he was right. Is it Umbrella Academy or Umbrella Chronicles? Academy. It's only two seasons so far. Uh, well, I'm going to go. As soon as I've done the boys, two more episodes, I'm going to jump into the dark. Start giving that a go. Though it is, uh, it is playoff season in baseball right now. So that should keep me busy too. Really? Yeah. Jays are in. Hmm. Don't worry. Yeah, whatever. What? Because Montreal didn't make it into the playoffs for hockey? It's not, is it even playoffs for baseball? Like, there's still going to be a thousand games until we get to the World Series. So, oh, and don't forget, you got to pour champagne over each other's head 
every win in a playoff because <laughs> it's fucking explain that one stupid i hate it don't be a hater uh what was i gonna say i think that's it man are you playing any games right now yeah i'm playing god of war with the cartridge club it's their game of the month that's the latest god of war and it's it's been fun and uh my littlest kid what the ps4 god of war yeah, she refuses to let me play it on my own. She loves to uh, watch it and, uh, you know, help me out, show me where the treasure chests are, and uh, she likes mm. my Kratos impression. And Well, not really, but so that's fun. And luckily it's not. Do I have it, it doesn't seem to be. Um, I remember that first God of War had like a sex scene in it where you actually controlled the action. <laughs> it, it was like a quick time event, this sex scene. I haven't come across that yet in this. So mm. I don't think there will be because he has a boy with him in this uh, game. Boy. Yeah. That's one game I got to start playing too. I'm sure you got it. I think we both got it last Christmas. Remember? It was yeah, like I, have. I was just looking on my shelf. I do have it. I don't even know if I broke the seal on it. But yeah, I do want to play it. Oh, I don't even want it. I got too many games to play still. <sighs> Frustrating. Well, next episode, remind me to tell you about my uh, Michael story, shopping at Michael's. They are on my band list now forever. Well, let's hear that now. They crossed me for the last time. While while I still have interest, let's hear that, and then we can end the show. That's a teaser, isn't it? Mm. Is this your way of not doing another episode? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. Usually... I'm not interested in what you got to talk about, but you, you, you piqued my interest. Well, in, in Canada, we have Michael's, right? Which is a craft store. So they sell crafting supplies, yarns, you know, the, the scrapbooking crap, uh, and all other frames, all that stuff. I think they expanded into more than just craft stuff, but yeah. Yeah, you can get storage stuff too and like how to organize your organize all your craft crap and all that. Anyways, my older kid, high school kid's been bugging me for this rolling rack they've had forever. And I'm always, oh, wait for it to go on sale. Wait for no, it what's to go a on rolling sale. rack? It's just a, a storage rack on wheels with like three shelves on it. Oh, okay. For her room to put stuff on. And it never goes on sale. So finally I'm like, all right piss on it we'll we'll go because i know that michael's always pumps out and you're aware of this every week they put out these massive coupons 30 percent off one regular price item 40 percent off one regular price item stuff like that right and i've been burned before on those coupons where i would bring something to the cashier and the coupon doesn't go through because she's like oh yeah it's for regular price item. And see, that's on sale this week. So we can't use this coupon. I'm like, oh, that's barely a sale. Okay. <laughs> All right. You got me on that one. I get you. So this time I look it up. Sure enough, 30% off coupon, regular price item. I know this cart's there. So let's go get it. Fine. I'll be nice to you. I'll get you this cart so you can have a clean room. We go get the cart, see it there. It's, in, you know, boxed up. 
front of a display. And I'm like, okay, hold on. We got to check the small print. I'm not getting screwed by this place. So check, you know, this coupon used a regular price merchandise, you know, and then the coupon has the not to be used for, you know, cricket or uh, Apple products or Dyson vacuums and all this crap, right? Cart seems to be fine. So everyday regular price. Uh, it's not one of those manufacturers coupon. Okay, we're good to go. Let's go. And she also picked up little patches of fabric because she wanted to make her own masks. And they were like two bucks each, right? Or a dollar fifty each, something like that. We get all that stuff. We go up to the cash register and she's ringing it all in. Bop, bop, bop. I'm like, here's the coupon too. She said, okay, great. Yeah, scans the coupon in. And the coupon goes off the tiny piece of fabric that was like a dollar eighty. So my savings of thirty cents. I'm like, oh, uh, sorry about that. Um, I think it'd be we want the coupon to go on the the cart because that's like sixty dollars, right? Not the fabric. That's a dollar twenty. It's like, oh yeah, no, the computer automatically selects which one is best suited for the coupon. I'm like, yeah, that uh, that's not really best suited for us, though, for the coupon. We want the coupon to go on the cart. I don't care if we have to do a second transaction, if you want to do that. And so just the cart's on the transaction. She's like, no, no. Oh, what the deal is, you see, the cart is an everyday low price. It's not an everyday regular price. It's an everyday low price. So the coupon can't be applied to everyday low prices. I'm like, oh, so it's a scam then. <laughs> I felt immediately bad. She's just some part-time kid, right? Who I'm yelling at a part-time kid for this Michael scam. She's like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, that's a scam. That's a, a bait and switch beyond all bait and switches. And I was so pissed, man. I was swearing as I walked all the way out to the, I still bought it for the kid because I said I can get it for her swearing the whole way home like have you ever heard of something so ridiculous it's an everyday low price so it's not a regular price i think you need to take to twitter on this one and uh twitter shame them i'm just never i'm never going back screw you michaels never you got me before on the sale ones i got it i understood the sale not the mm. everyday low price did no other place have it like uh like Walmart or something with these travel, whatever you call it, rolling shelves. Who? Walmart or something, man. Oh, you know, maybe, but it wasn't, I don't know. It's not the one she wanted. That's good. I, I don't know. Look at Michael's. I haven't gone to Michael's in forever, but dude, if I, you didn't even want to call a manager over to try and, uh, <laughs> no, like, say, I knew. What, what the scam? Like, come on, guys. No, I knew. And you, know, you, know the managers, you know, the manager is like a freaking 55 year old lady who does knitting at home. Yeah. Oh, no, sir. This is what we do. <laughs> they were lined up at the Yum Yam, too. And oh, I had two right, kids no. with me. It was late. And like, you, yeah, okay. Good work, Michaels. Good right, work. Good on you for still buying for your daughter. Me, what was that? Sixty bucks? Uh, maybe fifty, something like that. I I don't know. Same but thing. Jesus. I really wanted that thirty percent. You imagine my face when the the little napkin came up with the discount. Oh my god! 
Well, uh, Jack is showing his appreciation for you here. He says it's our greatest hits episode. So there it is. We delivered again. Uh, there you go. All good reasons to watch our bi-weekly show. Now, yeah, you're just fueling Joe to say, well, that was so good. No need to come back for another one. Listen, so. this was enjoyable aside from the start and you trying to uh, could, could canoodle everyone's uh, private parts. Uh, <laughs> you and me talking one-on-one -on -one is how it should be. That's what it is there. But we just have to introduce what it is to the people who have never been here before. What? This makes sense. Because, hey, thanks everyone for subscribing to this channel. I appreciate it. All you new subscribers, they need an introduction to what this podcast is. And that's all I was trying to provide. And I'm not even the, the presenter. We're both presenters. So you should just be like, helping out too. Just like Jack says, just go in blind. Sometimes that's how you get, you find you stumble across the best things. Again, I this might be still a Joe Dummy account because now he's promoting your weirdo <laughs> anime on YouTube, which that's no a, one is watching. Really? Because I keep getting requests saying, when is the next episode going up? Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, what, true really? story. By Steven well, Eider, maybe. No, people on Instagram. Don't be a hater. If you gave my Japanese anime a try, you'd love it. All right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, it's it's good. We don't good. want this to turn into an episode of Fandango. Uh, yeah, again, thanks everyone for coming on by and hitting the subscribe button. Much appreciate. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, on Google Play, on Spotify, on Apple, on Stitcher, and I think there's there's a couple other services that opened up. It was another. It's just so many networks are now picking up the podcast. So, uh, Pandora, we're 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 podcasting brothers with the WTF podcast at this point. We're, we're under the same company as Sirius and Howard Stern. Same umbrella. So, Jack says, find us on X hamster. <laughs> All right. So thanks everyone. Uh, we'll be back for more STC pod. Uh, look for us again with the pod bean thing. I don't know. We got to figure that out. Awesome. Whenever Bill can find time to squeeze us into his busy schedules, when we'll be back. Mm -hmm. All right. You know what I'll do? I will post it and I will post it by myself. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Bill. <laughs>